Hello, and welcome to The Fierce Life with your host. That's me, Conceda Thomas. And in today's show, we're going to talk about holiday eating. And I'm going to pull back the curtain, and I'm going to share with you how I deal with holiday eating, both past and present, um, what has worked and what hasn't. So if you um, are anywhere on the spectrum, if you do not feel that the holidays come and go and you fully enjoy your holiday, including the festive food, and you do so without eventually um, feeling physically not so well or emotionally not so well because you don't like the way you handled it, um, if, you, if that's you, then you definitely want to stick around and listen to this episode. I have been everywhere on that spectrum. I'm going to share with you what worked and what didn't work. So you definitely want to pull out a pen and paper for this one, jam out to the show tunes, and then meet me on the other side of the music. Welcome to The Fierce Life, presented by Conceda Thomas. This podcast is designed to give you the food and fitness strategies, tools, and inspiration that you need to create sustainable results without making the process a second job. You will save the mental and emotional energy that's normally drained by this process and instead use that energy to live your most fierce life. Before we jump into the episode, I wanted to invite you to a free masterclass that we'll be holding on Tuesday, November 13th at 7.30 Central Time. That masterclass is called The Truth About Enjoying the Holidays Without Diets, Food Rules, or Weight Gain. We're going to be pulling back the curtain on the lies that we've been told about how we should eat during the holidays. And we're going to dive deep into strategies to truly enjoy the holiday, including that festive food that we all love and how to do that without the diet, without the food rules and without the weight gain. So if you'd like to join me for that free masterclass, all it takes is becoming a fierce friend joining our free support group and you can do that over at concedathomas.com slash become a fierce friend you'll get immediate access to that group and then you'll also get your personal invitation and link to join us for that free masterclass, which is going to happen on tuesday november 5th november 13th at 7 30 p.m all right let's get into the episode hello and welcome to episode 73 let's get into it we're going to talk about holiday eating the good bad and the ugly about how i deal with it um, both past and present um for those of you who know my story especially if you've listened to episode number one you probably know that any type of social social situation whether it was going out to eat with friends going to a party but especially going back home because I haven't lived at home full-time since I was 18. So going back home for the holidays um, has, has really been a strain on my weight loss journey, whether I was losing weight or maintaining any type of social situation, but especially going back to the East Coast for the holiday has been um, really, really tough. That's been one of the um, things that I had to get figured out in order to create lasting weight loss for myself. And so Let's go ahead and get into what I used to do, um, why I stopped doing that, what I did instead, how that failed, the third thing I tried, why that still didn't work, and what I do today and what I suggest now that um, could work for you as well. So the first thing I used to do, and you, got, you can probably um, bear witness to this one, is I used to tell myself 
the vibe and I just needed to live a little and let loose and have fun and let the holiday be the holiday and just enjoy the holiday. The holiday was no time for worrying about my food choices and how often I was in the gym. After all, it's time to be jolly and merry and who cares about any of that during the holiday, right? Wrong. <laughs> I used to tell myself that all the time. And um, what was really true is that, first of all, when I used to tell myself that, I was on very, very strict diets throughout the year. Um, this was both leading up to and during um, my competitive figure career when I was competing as a figure athlete. And the truth of the matter is often I was completely worn out by the time the holiday came around. Um, whenever I competed, I often would compete in November. So like early, mid-November, a lot of times that's when my shows would be, which would mean that I was mostly dieting from July, August. And those would be very, very strict diets. I'm talking Tupperware life. I'm talking super low carbs, eventually low calories, carb cycling, completely obsessing over food. And the truth of the matter was, that by the holiday, I could not hang on any longer. So the whole narrative of like, oh, just live a little, enjoy the holiday. Really, I just, I couldn't keep doing what I was doing. What I was doing was not sustainable. And unfortunately, the way I would set up my competition schedule, um, I would usually be finishing everything and be officially entering off season just a few weeks before Thanksgiving, which looking back, that was really just, I don't know if that was smart <laughs> because I would always be depleted, deprived, and just kind of over the lifestyle. I loved the look, but I was over the lifestyle by the time the holidays rolled around. So just enjoy the holiday, just live a little. What that looked like for me was, um, you know, it was just, it was kind of on the extreme end. So first of all, it's very hard to go from complete restriction to moderation. So it rarely happened. So what would happen during the holiday is I would likely be pretty strict during the week. And, you know, there was nothing to have maybe like two or three desserts in a day on the weekend or pretty strict when there wasn't a party and then find myself going back for two or three servings of whatever during a party. Now, it's funny to say that now because if you guys followed me, like when I went on the cruises and stuff like that this year, you'll know that I share, I was having dessert every day and I was having it almost after every meal and on the cruise, I was losing weight. So what's the big deal, Conceita, if you were doing that and then, you know, this just as recently as this summer and now you're citing that doing that during the holiday, you know, quite a few years ago was considered extreme. Well, here's the thing. Back then, because what I was doing was so strict and so not sustainable, my body, it was almost like putting your body into a shock. My body was so depleted and deprived from competition dieting that it was a sponge. So literally what I did this summer on the cruise, which actually I had lost weight while I was on the cruise, was enough to make me gain weight in epic proportions and at rapid speed back then because just the state that my body would be in after competition Versus now that I'm, you know, eating figure friendly, exercising efficiently, my body is not depleted or deprived. And what I'm doing is just way more balanced. So if I go on a cruise for a week and have dessert multiple times a day, I don't gain weight the way that I would back then. So I would tell myself to live a little. Um, that usually meant 
eating dramatically more sweets than I would before. Because my body was very depleted and deprived, that would mean gaining weight super fast. And the truth of the matter was I was lying to myself. That was not living a little. And that wasn't just enjoying the holiday because if I'm going to be honest, it was not enjoyable to wake up in the morning to have my rings be super tight. It was not, it was definitely not enjoyable to take the trip to the East Coast and have the jeans that fit at the beginning of the trip get tight before it was even time to go home. And we'd normally be there like 10 days. So we're not talking over a month's time or six weeks time. And so just enjoying yourself and living a little is a lie that I told myself. And from talking to hundreds of clients, it's a lie that many of us are telling ourselves because we're telling ourselves that we're just enjoying the holidays, but we're not because there's really nothing enjoyable for most of us about being in a body that's just swelling, we're retaining water, we're bloated, our digestion isn't good, our skin starts to break out from all the sugar and the alcohol. That's not really enjoyable if we're being honest, okay? So that was like the first way I used to handle holiday eating. So then I got sick of that happening and I was like, no more, I'm not doing this anymore. So then I got to the point where I was going to just diet through, right? I'm going to be hardcore. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, arrive for the holidays, you know, super ripped, and I'm just going to diet. I'm going to be the most dedicated. I'm going to get up in the morning. I'm going to run. I'm going to get up in the morning. I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to lift. And um, I'm not going to eat dessert. And I'm only going to eat dessert on Thanksgiving day. And it's only going to be one thing. And just like super strict rules around exactly what I would and would not do. And quite honestly, that was just as miserable. I'm sure you can guess. That was just as miserable. It was just a different type of misery because even though I was no longer outgrowing my clothes, even though my clothes that I brought at the beginning of um, the time away would fit just mine when I was getting back on the plane or getting back in the car to go home, there was still a problem because I was still being ruled by food and fitness, but just in a different way. I wasn't fully enjoying the holidays. And I think that's what people mean when they say just live a little, right? Nobody wants to be in their head all the time thinking about food during this time of year. We want to enjoy our families. We want to like play with our nieces and nephews. We want to maybe go to take that late night Starbucks run, you know, with our brother or our sister and like get the cranberry bliss bar with the coffee, right? Because it's the holidays and we just want to feel free and relax and enjoy right? Um, and so because of, I was in my head and really just using all my mental energy to stay the course, that wasn't nearly as enjoyable either, right? I looked great, but I was miserable. So that brought me to attempt number three, which is I'm just going to practice moderation. Um, I'm not going to go crazy. I'm not going to eat all the desserts, but I'm done trying to diet through the holidays. This is dumb. I don't like it. It's not fun. Um, I'm going to just, I'm just going to, you know, everything in moderation. <laughs> well, let me tell you about everything in moderation. Okay, guys. So first of all, it's moderation is very hard to do and intuitive eating for that matter as well. Um, Joyce Meyer said it best. She said that like our bodies are not that smart. They only know how to ask for what we consistently give them. And she was making this reference in regard to exercise. Um, but it's true for food too. It's true for um, any kind of discipline habits that we want, right? If you routinely stay up every night and watch um, reality TV, 
your body is not going to crave going to bed on time and waking up refreshed, right? It's just easier to keep a habit going than it is to establish a new one, no matter how non-beneficial the habit is. So moderation did not really work that well for me because I I didn't have any framework around it. I was in this weird space where I was tired of just, you know, going off the rails and doing whatever. I also was in a space where I was done dieting through and telling myself I could only have dessert on this like one particular day, Thanksgiving and after and the morning after it had to be a green drink and no leftovers and don't eat the cornbread dressing. And, and so just trying to do moderation for me felt like just free space, right? I didn't have a framework back then um, as far as what, how that looked and what to do with that. So it just felt very disorienting. Um, I still was oftentimes um, just not feeling great. Even though I did things in moderation, sometimes it was just too much starch. Or sometimes I found myself, again, in my head, resisting that second piece of whatever, um, but having a lot of internal debate. There it is. Having a lot of internal debate and a lot of in-the-moment decisions, that was wearing me down as well. So over time and through practice and through my own journey, um, and I told you, you know, like having AJ, that is when things turned on their head for me. And when I started practicing and eating figure-friendly the way I do now, and my figure-friendly eating strategies have made all the difference. And that has informed, and that is how I practice holiday eating now. So here is what that looks like, and here's what I recommend to my clients. A word from our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by the Get It Off, Keep It Off coaching program, our six-week coaching program that is set up to get you results and also help you build the habits to keep the results coming and staying long beyond the program. To get more details about the program and to grab your spot for our next round that is starting December 1st, visit getitoffkeepitoffcoaching.com. So there are three specific methods that I use now to, I'm really practicing moderation, right? But it's within a framework so that it doesn't just feel like this this void of space where I don't really know if I'm doing well or not. And I thought I was doing well, but then I wake up feeling stuffed and wake up with a sugar hangover. And now I don't really even know where to adjust from there, right? So these figure-friendly eating strategies um, kind of uh, get rid of that void, that just open space where I'm trying to do this abstract thing called moderation, but I don't really have any guardrails to keep me safe. So the first strategy that I use um, with my holiday eating now is IYF. And you guys have probably heard of this before, but it's the initial yumminess factor. So when I am having anything, whether it be figure-friendly or indulgence, I take a bite. And within that first bite, like it needs to be impressive enough to earn subsequent bites, right? If you're going to get in my belly, you need to be worthy of being in my belly. So on that first bite, I'm internally, I don't tell the cook, obviously, rating that food on a scale of one to five. And if it's not at least a three, then I'm just, you know, I'm going to shuffle that around on the plate. I'm not going to eat it. So I'm not committed to finishing the peach cobbler just because it's sweet. And I told myself, I'm going to treat myself. If it's not at least a three, I don't finish it. 
And that's really helpful because so many times we eat things and we look on the back end and we're like, wow, that wasn't even worth it. Um, the second strategy that I use that my clients have told me is just like wildly helpful for them. This is something that we um, talk about inside of Get It Off, Keep It Off coaching as well. This is something that I have used for years. It's the PVE method. And I mentioned that on another episode of the podcast and I don't remember which one, but I'll link to it in the show notes, but it's all about how, how you can better control your eating by changing the order in which you eat your food. And so PVE just means that when I sit down for my holiday meals or at parties or any time where I'm going to have like some indulgent food, I eat 25% to a half of the protein and veggies, that's the PMV, first. Um, and the reason why I do that is because that takes the edge off. I'm no longer hungry or super hungry by the time I get to E, which is everything else, which may be the rice, which may be the mac and cheese or the cornbread dressing or the banana pudding or whatever it is. And so I'm more able to slow down, to listen to my body, to pay attention to my fullness cues and stop when I'm no longer hungry, knowing that in about five minutes, I'm going to be full. And that helps me to avoid eating till I'm like, okay, I'm really full now, which means five minutes later, I'm going to be absolutely stuck. So practicing PVE is a very easy way for me to practice moderation and not have to say, okay, I only get five bites of banana pudding or I only get three bites of macaroni and cheese. No, I'm going to I'm going to put probably a tablespoon or two on my plate, but I'm going to eat the protein and the veggies about up to halfway done first. And then by the time I get, get to those other things, I'm not having to be in my head and counting bites to stop. I'm able to automatically do that just based on how I feel. And that is a huge, 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 huge freeing strategy. And then the third and final strategy that I want to share with you about how I handle holiday eating now is the SSS method. And I've written a blog about this. I think I have a podcast episode about this as well, which I'll link to in the show notes, but it's all about swapping starch for sweets or sips. So in other words, when I sit down for a meal, I'm deciding now, granted, the exception may be like the one big meal, like on Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever, but all the subsequent meals and all the ones with family before and after that, I'm deciding like I'm having either sweet potatoes or I'm having cake or I'm having a glass of wine or I'm having mashed potatoes. I'm not having a glass of sangria and mashed potatoes and sweet potato pie. I'm not having all the things because what happens is when we are able to swap out the starch for either the sweets or sips and the sips being alcohol, then we don't have to count calories um, we don't have to bank up calories and we're able to um, just have that food and not have to count calories, not have to track macros, but at the same time, not eat so much of it that's triggering bigger and bolder cravings for more and more of that food later. It's just a, a slick little way that I discovered over the years to control my intake of the starch and the sweets and, and the alcohol and all that kind of stuff. Um, without counting calories, tracking macros, or having to use a bunch of willpower. So guys, I know that was a lot <laughs> in this episode. Um, I wanted to start with the sharing piece first to let you know the things that I've done over the years. So in case 
and you're thinking, well, maybe I should just diet through or, you know, it's not a big deal. I'll just enjoy the holidays. Well, if you're like me and you're gaining eight to 10 pounds every time and you're starting every January, losing the weight that you just gained over the holiday, I mean, it, over time, it may be a big deal to you. But you know where I've been with the holiday eating, um, why those things that I used to do or have tried didn't work and what I do now. And I promise this is what helps me fully enjoy the holidays. It helps me be able to eat the thing, truly eat the things that I want and be able to not grow out of my clothes during the holiday. And for me, that's just super, super valuable. I don't enjoy starting January feeling behind the eight ball, just trying to like get rid of like the holiday, like that I'm now wearing around my midsection. So um, we always stay around here. If, if you learn something, you need to do something, right? So your fierce follow-up, should you choose to accept, is to just decide, like, which way would you like to, which way are you committed to going through the holidays this year? Are you going to just live a little and just let the chips fall? Are you going to try and diet through? Are you going to try and practice moderation without any really clear strategies? Or are you going to use the three figure-friendly um, holiday eating strategies that I shared with you in this episode. Let me know inside of our private community, um, our Fierce Friends group, where all of the conversation continues after the episode. If you're not yet a part of that group, you can join by going to conceitathomas.com slash become a fierce friend and see your name and email address and you'll get immediate access to that community. And to all those wonderful fierce friends on the great notes page, which is conceitathomas.com slash EP73 as an at 73. If this was wildly helpful to you, then please do share it out. Share it on social media. Maybe text the URL to a friend who you think would benefit from the episode. And then finally, on whichever podcast platform you're listening, do not forget to subscribe to the show so that you're notified when the next episode goes live, and that way you don't miss anything. Until next time, fierce friend, stay fierce. You're ready to master your motivation, keep your head in the game, and get the results that you deserve. And I have just the thing to help you boost your mood and wrap yourself in motivation every single day. Visit the Conceda Thomas Apparel Shop today to get your motivational tanks, tees, and mugs. Be sure to use the promo code FIERCEFRIEND for a discount on your first order of $25 or more. You can visit the shop at conceitathomas.com slash apparel. Are you sick and tired of starting over when it comes to your healthy eating? Have all your failed attempts got you wondering why you can't seem to stick to anything long enough to get results and definitely not to keep results? Listen, it's not you. It's the diet. Giving up your favorite dishes just to lose weight doesn't last. And force feeding yourself food that isn't even culturally familiar just because some guru said it would help you get results is a setup for failure. When you are ready to get real results eating the foods that you already love, it's time to schedule your eating audit. Let me help you discover the tiny tweaks you need to make to get results from the foods you already eat every day. No more diets, no more falling off the wagon, just real lasting results with food you're actually going to be happy to eat after you reach your goal. Schedule your eating audit today at conceitathomas.com audit. 
Hurry up, our introductory promo rate won't last forever, so schedule your audit now. If you've been wishing for fitness wear that was so comfortable that you would never want to take it off, yet fashionable enough to actually wear out for a night on the town, then you've got to check out my friends and sponsor Blessed Bodywear. Guys, they've got the goods. Once you try their squat pants, no other pants will do. I promise you, they're my absolute favorite. Visit blessedbodywear.com today and use promo code NOFUSS, N-O-F-U-S-S, to save on your order. 